My name is Lily Madden, and I'm a proud Aranda, Bunjalung, Kalkadun woman from Gadigal country. The Daily Oz acknowledges that this podcast is recorded on the lands of the Gadigal people and pays respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander nations. We pay our respects to the first peoples of these countries, both past and present. Good morning and welcome to The Daily Oz. It's Friday the 22nd of December. I'm Sam. I'm Zara. It's been a big year of news in 2023 and The Daily Oz has been there every step of the way, following the big stories, explaining the big ideas and introducing you to the main characters. On today's podcast, Zara and I are going to reflect on the year that was, break down some of our biggest moments, the ones that we'll happily remember and the ones we'd rather forget, and look into the crystal ball and give you some predictions for the year ahead. We're going to get to that little prophecy session later. (laughs) But first, Zara, what's making headlines this morning? The Bruce Lerman defamation trial will finish today with closing arguments heard this week. The defamation case was brought by Lerman against Network 10 and its journalist Lisa Wilkinson over an interview with former Liberal staffer Brittany Higgins, who alleged Lerman sexually assaulted her in Parliament House in 2019. Lerman denies those allegations and brought the case against Network 10, News Corp and ABC before settling with the latter two outlets. A final decision in the case will be made by Federal Court Justice Michael Lee. Bushfires continue to burn northeast of Perth, with total fire bans declared for the area and emergency warnings in place. Firefighters remain on the scene with aerial support assisting crew on the ground. An evacuation centre has been set up and homes and businesses in the area are left without power. Warner Brothers could be looking to merge with Paramount. That's according to US outlet Axios. According to that report, the chief executives of both companies met this week to discuss a potential merger. The market value of Warner Brothers currently sits at around 43 billion Australian dollars, while Paramount is around 15 billion Australian dollars. And today's good news, they simply cannot be stopped. The Matildas have sold out their 12th consecutive home match. The upcoming round three of the Asian qualifiers for the Paris 2024 Olympics has sold out after the pre-sale on Monday, saw 25,000 tickets sell in four hours. The game in Melbourne will see over 50,000 people watch the Matildas play on the 28th of February against Uzbekistan. Okay, so Sam, I've prepared a couple of questions to prompt us mm. on our reflections of the year. Cause what a year. It's been a big one. <laughs> it has been a big one, but I also feel like by the end of the year, you forget what happened at the beginning of the year, you forget what happened in the middle of the year, and then suddenly you're consumed by the events of the last month or something, and yeah. it kind of outweighs everything else. So I've got a couple of ideas, and I'm going to tell you the first one because I want to start on a high. Love it. <laughs> and then go backwards from there and end Hopefully also on a high. Okay. Sam. Yeah. What was your best good news story of 2023? I think if I am to think about the moments where I felt the best about the news, mm. it would be watching the Matildas go as far as they did that in the World so Cup. That was so expected from you. I know, but I, I think it needs to be put in context. <laughs> also, because, sorry, can I interrupt yeah. you? We did this podcast a year ago, actually on someone else's podcast, Yeah. and your prediction for 2023 was that the Matildas would be the big good news story for the year. Yeah. And I hate to say I'm the prophet, but (laughs) 
No, I think it really was the moment of 2023 that unified the country the yeah. most. Yeah. And for us as news publishers, it was just a joy. Mm. I mean, we were doing these, you know, amazing live score updates on Instagram. Yeah, sometimes people think we're professional and other times it's you and I at a pub after Courtney Vine has kicked the winning penalty yeah. for the Matildas jumping around while also trying to work out Canva so that we can post something. And the funny thing about that pub was that that pub didn't have any phone reception. It did So not. we had to sprint out to the road <laughs> to upload. got hit by a car on the way. But it was. It was truly the best our country has been in a yeah. long time, I'd say. Yeah. And I don't think we'll ever go back from where we are in women's football, but women's sport mm. more broadly. I mean, You think it changed the game yeah, Forever. I mean, the Matildas have now sold out another Olympics qualifier that's happening in a couple of months. I think that's a good point because I think everyone, maybe not everyone, the skeptics yeah. and the critics at the time said... Not I. Not you, but said it'll die down, yeah. people will get over it and then no one will ever go back to it. Obviously, that's proven wrong. And there seems to be sustained interest and sustained support for the Matildas and all women's sport of that manner. The game has changed. The commercial dollars are now yeah. there. It, yeah. It's going to work. What was the moment for you, your good news story? Um, I know I started this by saying that when we reflect on the year, we just think about the last month. <laughs> so I'm going to do just that. My best story of the year is actually about someone we interviewed on this podcast, Kirsty Bryant. And she was a woman who, after giving birth to her first child, had to undergo emergency surgery uh, that ultimately meant that she was never going to be able to carry a child again. She desperately wanted more children and she became the first woman in Australia to undergo a successful uterus transplant and then this week also became the first person to undergo a successful uterus transplant and give birth to said child. Yeah. And I think the reason that this story excited me so much, I think there are a couple elements. Firstly, science is amazing. Yeah. And I just think that this shows so much progress. And um, I also feel like we were on the journey that we... With her. Yeah, like Nina, our podcast producer first told us about the story when she joined TDA and then I personally took great interest in it and the fact that it has ended in a successful healthy birth is amazing. I also think that we very rarely, and this is a problem not just of the media but of many professions, we don't really focus on women's health and science that relates to women's bodies and I just think it's such a breath of fresh air to have followed a story like this and for it to have been good news. Mm, interesting. Okay, so second question. It is inescapable that working in the news uh, stories stick with us and I think the most common question I get is how do you switch off from the news, how do you, you know, stop thinking about it. And the reality is, is you basically don't. You perhaps become a bit desensitised to some elements, but ultimately stories stick with you. What is the story from 2023 that will stick with you? It, will, it has to be Israel and Gaza. Mm. And it has been the most diabolical personal professional challenge mm. we've ever faced. Mm -hmm. And I have seen not just at TDA, but in the entire global media landscape, mm. every news organisation grapple with how to cover this story properly. Mm. And I think a really important part of why this story has stuck with me so much is the amount of vision and photography mm. that mm. we have seen from Israel and Gaza mm. and just how accessible it is. Yeah. 
I mean, we we kind of saw a bit of that at the beginning of the Russia-Ukraine crisis. Yeah. You know, this the was TikTok war. This was the first time a conflict was playing out on TikTok. I only think it has become more sophisticated of a landscape since then. I agree. I have wanted to talk to an expert about what watching this play out on our phones has actually done to our brains because it, you are right, it's horrific. The fact that there are journalists on the ground who are taking an iPhone and just filming around them and that we are seeing those unfiltered images, it has changed everything. Mm. It's changed how the global community responds to violence. It's changed how the media has a duty to report. And I just think on a human level, it's just catastrophic. And I think the other part to this story that we cannot ignore is the rise of anti-Semitism and Islamophobia Mm. in places like Australia, Mm -hmm. but I'd say most countries around the world at this point. Um, there's a lot of people outside of the Middle East who are experiencing this conflict and hurting in another way yeah. uh, and really hurting. If we park that global conflict, what mm. was the story that stayed with you this year? Um, I think that domestically it would have to be the referendum. I think that we did a series during the year about understanding the voice and during that we had Tom speak to so many First Nations voices in so many parts of the country. And I'm not casting judgment on the results of the referendum, but what we heard about the need for change and the need for betterment of the outcomes of First Nations people in this country, how we get there, obviously the voice wasn't supported by the country, but I think it was a recognition that something had to be done. And I think the stories that we heard from First Nations people about the need for change will probably be the thing that sticks with me when I think about Australia in 2023. Okay, so now moving into the future. As I said last year, you predicted that the Matildas would be this big news moment. Turns out you're right. I actually hate you a bit when we do these things because you're much better at thinking about the future than I am. Mm. Um, Must be hard. (laughs) What is your 2024 prediction? I just don't know if Donald Trump's going to be the candidate for the Republican Party. And Mm. I think we've all kind of accepted it as that's Mm. what's going to happen. And that is what the polls say. Mm. Uh, And that's why I think I can kind of justify this as a bit of a dark horse prediction. Um, But I think he has a real challenge in overcoming this decision from the Colorado Supreme Court. Mm. I think it is going to be copied by states around the US and I think it is going to mount a serious, you know, barrier for his team to overcome. I also think that there's some really strong competitors in the Republican race Mm. and the one that I'm particularly keeping an eye on is Nikki Haley. Yeah. And I think that she is running a really efficient, well-oiled campaign and I wouldn't be surprised if... You know, a couple of rogue comments from the former president. and He never does that. No, I know. It'd be out of character. But if he did, a couple of rogue comments could lead to her strengthening her run. Uh, and then at the primaries, anything can happen. I don't know, though. Like, I, I don't know that there is that much overlap between those that are looking for a President Trump and those that are looking for a President Haley. Yeah, you, you're probably right. Like, I don't and know that voters who might have been Trump voters would then turn to Nikki Haley. She is far more moderate than he is. Yeah, but I just, 
I just wonder at what point does the Republican Party see it to be unrealistic to back mm. another run from President Trump? I know I said you were good at this, <laughs> but I think he'll win the nomination and he'll win the president. So you think he's going to be the president yeah. in I think this time next year well. we will be talking about President Trump. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, we'll come back in 12 months and see, yeah, so see what's going on. Hello, future Zara. Talk to you then. Um, mine's a bit rogue. Okay. It's actually, well, every time I thought about what would happen, I don't know if this is a reflection on me as a human, but I just kept thinking about like who was going to die. Yeah. And that felt morbid. Okay. So I've shifted mine. Yeah. <laughs> to be <laughs> industry specific. I think that in 2024, we are going to see a major disruption in the audio space. Okay. Interesting. Um, I've been saying this for so long and no one listens to me. But in the video space, we had TikTok. It changed everything. It changed the way we consume video. It changed our attention spans. It changed what we're looking for on social media. We haven't had that in the audio space, like in the podcasting space. Mm. Podcasts have reigned supreme for so long. And there's, I mean, now streaming platforms have them on there, but like, Other than that, there's been no real huge innovation in a while. And I think given how many of us listen to podcasts, there has to be something coming. There has to be some new technology coming. I don't know what it is. Don't have that answer. But I think there's something. Interesting. I like the fact that we're going to be around to ride that. And maybe we should do some innovating ourselves. Perhaps we should. Um, All right, Sam. Take a home for us. What is your recommendation for people over the summer break? So I think we all need to take the opportunity over this break to decompress. Mm -hmm. It's been a huge year. Let's find a way to get some just mindless joy. Yes, but you know I hate telling people to turn off the news. I'm not not suggesting that. Not about that. It's about turning on other things. (laughs) And I think everyone should go and watch Somebody Feed Phil on Netflix. What is that? Never heard of it. Phil Rosenthal, he's one of the writers for Everybody Loves Raymond. Mm -hmm. And he's this like daggy 60-ish year old man who travels the world eating delicious food and exploring Mm. cultures. Amazing. But the condition on this show is that every single thing the guy eats, he thinks is the best thing he's ever had. And he's just <laughs> so excited Love to that. be where he is. It is far from a critic show. It okay. is just joy and it makes you remember how big the world is. I love that. Ask what? me back. Sorry, what about you? <laughs> um, um, mine is a podcast episode. So I went through a stage where I thought I was an influencer and <laughs> asked people to um, on Instagram give me podcast recommendations, expecting to get like thousands of responses from my 100 followers. Um, And I got a few responses. And funnily enough, I had like eight people recommend the same podcast episode. Uh, And it was a podcast called The Case of the Missing Hit by Reply All. And it's not new, but it is one of the most interesting podcast episodes I've ever listened to. Give me the TLDR. It is about someone who has a song stuck in their head. And they can sing the melody. They know where the harmonies lie. And they, like, they have the song in their head, but it doesn't exist. And so they go on this investigation to understand why they have this very clear tune in their mind of a song. And like they know everything about it, but it doesn't exist. Wow. That's a good road trip podcast. It is. And I know it doesn't sound interesting, but it's so interesting. And it's such a good investigation. And it's so out of my realm of like... Caring, yeah. We'll put <laughs> it we'll was, put a link to this in, yeah, the, in the show, show notes because that's that's a good one. Yeah, I mean, it was just it was super interesting. 
So it's been a big year. And I do want to thank everybody for listening along. Now, this is not the last episode of The Daily Oz for 2023. We're going to continue all the way through the summer period. With a summer series. Summer series. We sat down, looked at all the episodes that we did of the last year and decided these are the ones that we think you should listen to on the beach or when you're on a road trip, driving to a music festival, driving the family lunch. Or importantly, even if you are still working over this Christmas period, to get you feeling good on the work commute and uh, bring some interesting stories to your ears. We'll be back on January 8th to cover the biggest stories of the day. Until then, have a wonderful new year. Thank you for all your support and we look forward to another big year ahead. See ya. 